Hello and welcome to the Name in Progress podcast. Today I am joined with Sanity and our guest Indy. Indy? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, Indy. All right. Today we are going to be discussing guns and how they are portrayed in horror movies and also how they actually are. We have been at range all day. We've shot about a hundred rounds of twenty two. Everyone shot uh, what would you say, about fifteen rounds of five five six? I'd say yeah. Sadly, yes. About fifteen Sadly. only fifteen. Oh. Hey, five five six is expensive man. I know. And a twelve gauge shotgun. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Felt like Mike Tyson was giving me a jab in the shoulder. Yeah, he's in love with it. Yeah. It was a love tap, really. It's like, shut up, man. It actually knocks you off your feet. So how would you say that uh, guns are misrepresented? Alright, I'm just saying, there's a lot of horror movies, especially, uh, I think it's Friday the 13th. Uh, One of the characters, like, like, 18 years old, goes out, like, just, picks up this rifle and just starts nailing Jason, like, every shot. Really? Really? How was she holding it? Was she holding it right? Or was yeah, they're, I would say they were holding it right, but, like, no one's going to pick up a rifle, never, especially never. one you've never shot. You're not going to pick up a rifle and just instantly nail it. I mean, adrenaline is an amazing thing. Realistically, if I was if I was running for my life and I saw a firearm, I would immediately pick that stuff up and just... Maybe I wouldn't hit every shot, but uh, actually, I think with adrenaline, it'd be the opposite. Your arms would be shaking like crazy. I'd say with adrenaline, it actually makes it harder to hit on target. How close was Jason? Uh, so you know how far our target was? That was about what, 25 feet. Uh, that's more than 25 feet. Oh, okay. So how would you say? Uh, I'd say that was at least 200 meters. That hell was a meter. <laughs> I, I speak American. I'm sorry, dude. What's a meter? Uh, meters is just how we measure our targets. Okay. Uh, especially, like, in basic training. It's like, you got hit uh, so many at 50 meters, so many at 100, so many at, you know, 150, 200, 250, 300. So, how, so you say he was about, like, Jason was like what? Probably a good, like... 50 to 100 meters away. And she hit every shot. Yeah, she's like nailing him every shot. Do you know what kind of gun it was? It had to be just like a, you know, 7.62 hunting rifle, which has a lot more kick than that AM-15 we were shooting today. Was it even moving in her arms when she shot it? No. It wasn't moving? I'd say it never moved. So was she shooting shot after shot? Key, 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 key. Yeah, just bam, bam. Oh, she has a racket, too. Yeah. But you're not... There's no way you're nailing those shots, especially if you've never shot a gun before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, one thing I was thinking of is uh, in Halloween, this chick had a Desert Eagle. You know, she was holding it with one hand, which you know that if you shoot a Desert Eagle, I'm pretty sure it was an AE 50 caliber, if I am if I remember correctly. Oh, the 50 cal pistol, Desert Eagle? Yeah, I, she was holding it with one arm, and if she had shot with one arm, it would probably knock itself out of her arm. But the funny thing is, Jason was sitting in a car, and she had it pointed at him. Michael? Michael. I never... Okay. 
and he opened the door and knocked the gun out, and it shot. She shot herself in the head. Yeah, he uh, hit the gun with the car door. It turned around. And she shot herself right in the face. And the gun didn't even knock itself out of her hand. It was just like. <laughs> I mean, depending on how experienced you are with the weapon, that is something like the kick of the weapon you can get used to. This was an 18 year old girl. Yeah, they're probably not very experienced with a 50 caliber Desert Eagle. I don't even know where she got it. I can't remember. If it's the Halloween I'm thinking of, she got it off of the, the newest, cop. The newest one. Why would a cop be carrying a 50 one. caliber Desert Eagle with him? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hey, is that your service piece, Jason? Oh, uh, yeah. What is it? Eh, Desert Eagle. 50 caliber. Are you sure that's not overkill? <laughs> Bloody, there is no such thing as overkill when you're dealing with criminals. I mean, it doesn't make that much sense. What's another instance? You got one yet? Uh, yeah, I kind of have one. So, like, when they're shooting at <laughs> when they're shooting at people, and it's in a big area with a bunch of dangerous stuff, and then they miss one time when they should have missed a lot more in time, and suddenly everything goes wrong and the whole place explodes or something like that. What movie was this? I don't know. I. It's in a lot of horror. Yeah, movies so in it's all like a common trope. Basically, they're in a very dangerous area. Then suddenly, one time they miss a shot and everything just goes horribly wrong. Oh, oh, okay. Would you say that it's realistic to shoot a red barrel and it explodes? It all depends on what's in it. What if it's filled with kerosene? Uh, because it has to be a spark in order for it. Yeah. It all depends on what caliber you use. Like if you shoot, say, like you have a bottle of kerosene and you shoot it with a nine millimeter. It'll probably set it off, but like, say you take a can of lighter fluid. Mm. Actually, we're gonna go test something. We will be back. I can find it. Alright. Funny story. Um, I, I have it on video. Due to safety reasons, we cannot test our theories. Yeah, long story short, we are halfway through. We had almost hit it. Maybe we like shot about like what five rounds at it, and then we realized yeah, five rounds. Then we realized we were right by a cornfield on a grass range. We're at a grass range beside a dry cornfield. Which, if you know lighter fluid, it's not like gasoline where you can just put water on. No, no, no. That that uh, it probably would have spread. Would have had to have a fire extinguisher. No, dude, you would have had to have the fire brigade. Yeah. Yeah. So, for safety reasons, we are unable to test whether or not we'll that finish would testing. If we ever get a chance one day. But, uh, to answer the question about if fire barrels explode, that is just another one of Earth's many mysteries that we may never come to understand fully. Gotta test it, like, right in front of my pond or something. I mean, if you hit it right, it should. Can't hurt the wildlife. Me and my buddy uh, blew up a gas can once. How was that? Did you shoot it? Uh, we had filled it with tannerite. And yeah, we had about a good like six pounds of tannerite. Oh God! <laughs> Why? Oh, let me tell you, that's loud. You, dude, I would have shot at it with a flaming arrow. You can't be that close to that much tannerite. Uh, we shot it, we used a 
to hunting rifle from 600 yards away. Oh my god. Oh, it made a pretty big bang. I bet. Was it cool to watch at least? Oh yeah. Of course it was. I would have used that to start like a bonfire. Put it right in the middle of a bonfire. That's what I would have used it for. Needless to say, that wasn't at this range. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't believe it would be. Actually, by the, the range wouldn't be here if it was at this range. <laughs> <laughs> we did hit. I'll say we have used tannerite out here before, but never that much. Such magnitude. I think the most tannerite we've ever shot out here was six ounces. Hmm. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, thanks. For anyone that doesn't know, tannerite is basically like a gunpowder. You shoot it, and if you hit it with a high enough caliber, it explodes when you hit it. Like, if you had a red tip EMG. Oh, yeah. Round, that would probably be fun. Uh, I want to get the BAR out and mm. shoot it once. That would be so neat. Hit it with a thirty out 6 That probably has more kick than a shotgun. I've never gotten to shoot it. Never got the chance. Hopefully, if we're not through all of our 22 rounds by the time Shane gets back, he might let us get out the BAR if he has ammo for it. But that's if we don't go through all our ammo. Right. And I think we have about 50 rounds left. 50 rounds is still about 2 minutes of fun. <laughs> well, and we still have, uh, don't forget, we still have at least 20 rounds of 5.56 we can shoot. Nice. And we still got that BB gun. Yep. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I want to shoot BB gun again when we go back out. Yeah, I want to oh, try yeah. again because at first I didn't know how the game thing Right. Yeah. So, back on topic about uh, yeah. armies and stuff. Uh, I will say, one of the other really real unrealistic things is, like, when you see, like, one of the characters, you know, like, picks up a gun and just, like, blows through a magazine, especially when they get a high caliber, they blow through the magazines, and they just keep going, like, nothing's bothering them, you know. Now, you shoot a hot, I would say, you shoot a five five six without ear pro and your ears are going to be ringing for a good while. Hey man, people in World War II didn't have ear protection. People in World War II also went deaf. Wait, for real? Yeah. Hey, is it? Somebody? Where? Um, not that I know of. That might be Shane's dad. Just looking at us intensely. Oh well. Yep. So, um, so we spent, oh, we shot over 122, 25 12 gauge, and 40 5.56. Out of the three of us, I was the best shot. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'm not, I want to say though, it's not I was the best shot because of the targets I hit. It's because of that one shot. The two balloon one. I don't know how I pulled that off. And I don't know if I'll be able to ever again. Where did my phone go? That was mine. Oh, I mean, where did my phone go? Oh, I don't know.
Yeah, but, um, that was a pretty good shot. Oh, found it. I bet you I can go grab that egg without any ducks hitting me. Do not. I don't see any game marshals around here. You have an incubator. What? I said game marshal. I know, but we have an incubator. Oh. We grab the egg. Wow, Gabby's house is so far away. Hey, there's a squirrel. Look. Oh, okay, I am actually just recording with a bunch of ADHD kids, ain't I? Are you still, are you oh, you're, you've been recording? Yeah, that's why we were talking about. Oh, oh, I thought we were just having a conversation. Yeah, I thought we were having a normal conversation. No, we're recording. Sorry, you're lucky I didn't drop the F-bomb or say the N-word or anything. What? Because you don't know when that stuff comes out. Yeah. Anyway, I still think I could get that. I, I think I could beat a duck in a fight. Here, you want to test it? <laughs> Dakota, no. But look at this guy. No fun. What's your problem? Oh, look at him. He's got a cute little head that I could twist. <laughs> Very easily. Give me the BB gun. I want to run it over if it gets onto the truck, though. Mmm. Flat duck stew. Anyways. So, uh, recording. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, uh, it's so much easier to go off of topic. Look at that squirrel. It is. His feet must be very, very hot. Do you have ADHD? Yes! It's a squirrel! We haven't seen a squirrel in so long. I have seen a squirrel at least in the past 24 hours. Wow, you just completely peaked the audio. Probably because I'm right here. No, that oh. actually was a dwindle. So I saw this one movie. Ah, uh, shoot, what was it? Uh, you know, one thing that always confused me about people living on lakesides is like, if you're not, you know, if you're gonna live on a lakeside, you you enjoy fishing, right? Or do you just love the look of the lake? Because I know a lot of fishermen who would love to live by the lakeside just so they can go fishing, but then these rich, pompous a holes buy the houses, and are like, mm, yes, I feel like draining this lake and replacing it with a skate park. That seems very rich of me. This is not horror movies. <laughs> well, when I get into the, when I get into the mix of things, it goes from horror movies to murder. Ooh, let's talk about murderers! See, Ted Kaczynski That is still horror related, so yeah. Ah, hell yeah! Okay, so, Ted Kaczynski the Unabomber was actually... I know nothing about Ted Krasinski. Get down a little. Okay. I know nothing about Ted Krasinski. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, though. That was an interesting guy. See, he killed his victims, ate them. He also fed them to other people. And fed them to other people. I did not know that. I did not know that. Uh, whoa, that is a little bit scarier than I thought. Uh, how about... Who's that guy with the fluffy beard and the cult of all hot chicks who are like, No, free him! Ted, Ted something, Ted, Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, no, that's not him, somebody else, was, uh, Charles Manson, Charles Manson, see, he had the weirdest looking beard, we wildest looking hair, Charles Manson had brainwashed tons of women into believing that he was actually like Jesus or something, but was he sleeping with them, yeah, well, of course, most makes sense, killers, yeah, and what, most serial killers do sleep with their victims, yeah, I just didn't hear what she said. She, she said that quiet. She said most zero killers sleep with their victims. Thought so. After or before? Before or after they kill them? Depends. Mm -hmm. Are they a necrophiliac? 
Mm. Yeah, like dead bodies. I can speak from experience saying sleeping with a dead body is not as uh, good as it is sleeping with a warm one. All right, so actual question. Have you guys ever listened to Avenged Sevenfold, A Little Piece of Heaven? Nope. No. Basically, this whole song, this dude proposed this to his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She turns him down, so he kills her. Oh. Sleeps her corpse. Oh. Eats her heart. Oh, jeez, that's very literal. And then her dead body comes back to life. Mmm. Kills him. Uh, eats his heart? Eats his heart. Oh, <laughs> And then he comes back to life. Oh. They murder an entire wedding. They like, have the bride, the groom, all the guests. They get married. <laughs> then they murder the priest. <laughs> and that's the song. Wow. Wonderful. I wonder what their weird corpse after murder sex was like. <clears throat> was it bloody? So, it's actually kind of funny, though, because one of the lyrics of the song is just they're saying there's like, they knew their crime would get cold, you know, because they murdered them, so the body's going to get cold. And if you watch the video, it's even funnier because you know, they knew their body was going to get cold, so the, he got a heater. Or their thighs. Actual line in the song. What? But so they just have a fucking heater that just appears in the music video that says Thigh Master. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, it's really cold. Hold on one second, let me get my Thigh Master. Yeah, get now, this rigor mortis out of here. Oh, who needs rigor mortis when I can just rigor all over you? Doesn't make any sense. Ooh, rigorous activities. Ergo, sex. Murder screen. <laughs> you see, the thing about murder is that after you commit murder, you want to no, do more murder. No, no. Well, most normal people, no. But the thing is, you have to commit. Because now that you've killed this, you. Oh. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah. So now that you've killed them, you're going to have to. Well, you're really going to cut out. Keep on going. So after you murder somebody, you're gonna have to commit to that, move the body, dispose of it. Which the easiest way to dispose of a body is to dissolve it. No, easier way. What is it? If you cut a body open, fill it with concrete, let the concrete harden, and then you can throw it in the lake. Mm. It won't surface. Well, here's another easy way: find a pig farm, cut it up into tiny pieces, get rid of the teeth, teeth, fingernails. That's the only two things. Feed it to them. And it'll be gone in under... But first, if you own your own pigs, starve them for maybe a week, two days before you feed them. So that way they don't leave anything. Because they won't leave anything. They will eat bone. They will eat hair. They will eat anything. And once it comes out the back end, it's not really... Human. Identifiable. Yeah, no, human, yeah. yeah. In the comments of uh, that video, they were like, okay, so never date a pig farmer. Oh, yeah, never date a pig farmer. What were oh, you going to say? Date a pig farmer. Date a pig farmer. <laughs> See what happens, guys. Yeah, because if that you... way, if you get tired of the person you're dating, you can take over the business, and no one would know. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, let's say you're like 30, and there's this 80 year old woman who has like millions of dollars, would you woo her, have sex with her, and then become her closest confidant, confidant? And then, so that way she leaves all of her money to you in her will. Would you do that? Would you bang an 80-year-old woman for millions of dollars? Yes. How many? Two million dollars. No. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? 
There's easier ways to get two million dollars. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, what do you think an eighty-year-old woman is past you? If you're thinking the uh, the lottery, I hate no. to break it to you, buddy. What? No, I'm not saying the lottery. What are you thinking then? How? Don't worry about it. What's an easier way to make thirty uh, two million dollars? Simple. You find like a forty-year-old rich rich woman, get put in the will, cut the brake lines. Listen, a forty-year-old is not going to be as adept. To, to just putting a 20-year-old into her will. An 80-year-old, though, is very easy to manipulate. You give her the good D, and she will immediately put your name in the will. Tell her you'll stay with her forever? Damn, she might even leave you the house. Forever? 10 years. Forever means 10 years. Yeah. The rest of her life is only going to last or, maybe I'll 9. Say, if they're 80, it could be like a month. A month, even. Yeah. I mean, heck, you could even, like, just hug, smother her with a pillow. You can identify when people were smothered. The longest possible is probably like around 20 years if it's an 80 year old. Well, the way to, uh, aside from that, is that like if you smother her and flip her over, so that way it looks like she rolled over, couldn't get back over, and she just smothered. Ah, okay. So, uh, either that, or wait until she's in the bathtub. Cut the brakes on the car. Push her down. What? No. Oh, no. How are you gonna... Well, yeah, wait until she's in the bathtub, cut the brake lines, and then go, hey... Nana, I mean, hey, Maj- uh, what, what's a good old 80 year old name? Hey, Murda! Oh no. <laughs> uh, hey! Did you just call Emma Murda? Yeah, I know. Hey, Magnolia! Can you drive <laughs> to Mc- Can you drive to McDonald's and get me a Frosty? Yes, I can! Even though a Frosty is so Wendy's only. And she goes, yes, I can! She gets out of the bathtub, gets dressed, goes down. She's like halfway down US 33. She tries to break. Oh no, I can't break! And then she just crashes into a small child. <laughs> and then, you get her money. What does the child have to be part of it? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's just Collateral. Yeah. Collateral. Yeah. Okay. It's, and it's actually, if you are a decent mechanic, there are very easy ways to cut brake lines and make it look as if it just rusted away. Oh. I'm not going to share it. Okay, so we might need to hire you in the future. No, I mean, you, it's a podcast. No. You can share it. Uh, it's just for edu- educational purposes. That's not something people need to be educated on. Are you sure? Are you sure, yes. Knowledge yes. is power. Knowledge is power. Literally, all you have to do is just find either like a rusty bit of brake line, or like you can, if you wrap a brake line with liquid, you can cause it to rust. And then you just have to find a section that's rusted, and you can take a screwdriver and puncture it, and the rust will just break away. Oh, or you could, like, replace the brake line with an already half-rusted one. Is that what you just... Yeah, you could replace yeah, you it can with, like, that. a half-rusted, just hanging on by one thread. You replace it, take the new one, put it on your car, because, I mean, what are you going to do, waste a brake line? And then, you, you can let it go. You can actually get pretty good money off of uh, brake lines for scrap. That's such a good idea. That's what I did with the brake lines off of my uh, truck when I replaced them. Speaking of scrap, that reminds me. One time in North Carolina, where I lived there, and uh, there was these crackheads. Mm-hmm. And there was this house that was just abandoned. It was about to be sold and stuff. And they cleaned that house out of all of its copper pipes in under 10 minutes. Really? Yes. You could hear, Get it! Get it! And they just they ran out of there, threw it in the back of their truck, they were gone. Windows were broken. I'm pretty sure there was a couple of needles on the ground. I'm pretty sure they took a heroin break. 
Alright, but also, to be fair, if they were on heroin or crack, especially crack, they're gonna get done. Heroin, heroin they would not have gotten done quick, because heroin would just yeah. make you go, uh... But crack, I mean, you're Oh, yeah. Cocaine is a bit of a more civilized drug, you see. Businessmen in the 80s... No, caffeine. Caffeine is the... It's a very civilized drug. See, cocaine is a very business-like drug. Businessmen in the 80s would buy maybe three ounces of pure Colombian cocaine, and they would make that last the rest of the year, almost. Because most businessmen weren't just regular cokeheads. They knew what they had to do. They took a bump... <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, time to get these tax forms done. And they're done. Ah, oh, crap, I still have to file my taxes. You do? Yeah. Jesus Christ, have fun with that. Deadline's in eight days. Eight days? You need to get on that. Yeah. Because uh, the IRS is going to come pay a visit and tickle your bunghole until you give them their money. That's not how the IRS works. It is how it works in my book. That's uh, that's why uh, Guantanamo Bay exists. Doesn't Guantanamo Bay still exist? Yeah, that's why it exists. Oh, wait, they send tax, they send tax evaders there? No. Oh. They sent Cheech and Chong there. I'd say Guantanamo Bay is like high, like treason, that kind of stuff. So, like, let's say you work in the Secret Service and you try to shoot the president. You're going to Guantanamo Bay. If they don't shoot you first. Yeah, if you don't get shot, you're going to Guantanamo Bay. You're sitting in there. What'd you get in here for? Tried to assassinate the president. What'd you get in here for? Taxes? Evaded uh, my taxes. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah, I forgot to list my charitable donation deductions. Oh. You really can't. Oh my god! I swear to god, one time I walked into a blizzard. I, w I mixed up my words. <laughs> one time I, I walked into a blizzard. I walked into a blizzard, asked this chick for a number. She said, no. I was like, I'm forklift certified. She's like, oh my god, get in my pants. So, um. Why did you have her pants? You know, you know the saying, get in her pants. You said, give me. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, give me your pants. <laughs> Why? Because. I don't have any. Because I'm a nudist, and I need pets. If you're a nudist, why do you care? Oh my god, that reminds me of an episode of Family Guy. First time I ever figured out what nudists were, I never knew that those people existed. You didn't? You didn't? I didn't. And Dude, then I, fucking I, nude beasts are the best. I looked up nude beaches. That's how my porn addiction started. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say it, but it's true. And then it went straight to hentai. That reminds me of a hentai I watched once. So there was this chick, right? She was getting banged. <laughs> and uh, by the end of the hentai, she went crazy, jumped off of a building onto the guy who banged her, and killed herself while she was pregnant. Did what? it also kill him? Killed him too, yes. Well, yeah. Also because he put ice cubes inside of her. What? 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 I didn't say anything. Huh? So yeah, she jumped off of a bridge or building. Oh. I, 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 if I could remember the name of the hentai, I would rewatch it. Cause it was a quality hentai, but alas, it was lost to the to the archives. I think this was back in like 2015. It was very horror. 
It was very hard. Like, I'm not kidding. It was scary as shit. My boner went away immediately. <laughs> I was sitting there in the bathroom. I was like, ooh, suicide? No, thank you. Went straight to, um, what's her name? Mia Khalifa. The, the bathroom? Yeah, you don't beat your meat in the bathroom? What? <laughs> what? What? Who, who does? Um, I'm pretty sure you could start, you could probably give a survey. Survey says, 58% of people bang, beat their meat in the bathroom. 38%, no, 58% beat their meat in the bathroom. 32% beat their meat in the shower. And then that little itty bitty 20% beat their meat in the bedroom. What's wrong with the pool? What? Oh my god, no! I can't, oh my god, that reminds, no it doesn't remind me. I'm sorry. Me. I can't imagine somebody beating their meat in the pool. Especially the kiddie pool. Your mind went straight to kiddie pool. No it didn't! Are you a pedophile? I wish I was. <laughs> Wait, no, that didn't come out right! <laughs> Are you trying, that little girl's gonna fall into the river trying to kidnap a dog. That is one chubby. Well, those parents need to. Yo, it's gonna be. So, have you guys seen the, uh, old, like, original Frankenstein movie? Ooh, I remember seeing clips of it and it was black uh, and white. So, like, the original Frankenstein movie, which is in black and white, there's a scene where, like, this little girl is collecting flowers down by the river. Uh huh. And she, uh, you know, Frankenstein, or. The monster. Frankenstein's monster is actually what it's called. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster runs into her and, like, picks a couple flowers and helps her. And then she's, like, down by the riverbank staring at these, uh, flowers on a water lily. And the monster picks her up and throws her (laughs) into the river. No! And then, you know, the next scene is her being carried into, like, her... Body being carried into body? the center of town. She died? She got chucked into a river. I, I'm pretty sure I could survive that. No one knew how to swim. They didn't. This is set in like 1600s. If you swam, you were a to, witch. Uh, the people knew how to swim back in 1600s. They didn't know how to swim? Only witch. They would tie the witch's arms behind her back, and if she floated, she was a witch. Look at that bird. But if she didn't float, she was not a witch. So she would end up drowning, and they'd be like, Ah, she wasn't a witch! Oh, have you guys, uh, that one pee test or whatever that they had? They used to, like, make you pee, and then they bake it in the bread, and if a dog went, like, crazy after eating it, uh, then you were a witch. What the... Yeah, that was... What? Yeah, we learned about it in history class last year. God! Who was your history teacher? Kenzie. Who? Kenzie. Craig. Thank you all for listening. Obviously, this one is a little shorter than it should be, and a lot later. Uh, that is mostly my fault. I dropped the ball with editing. I had personal matters come up that I had to deal with. But everything sorted out. We should be uploading another episode after this one this month. So watch out for that one it's gonna be fun this one was a lot of fun and there's a lot of jokes we didn't end up using in the final version 
so hopefully we will get to use those jokes in a later episode. Because, boy, are there a lot of them. Andy is a funny guy, and hopefully you will be seeing more of him on the podcast. That's everything for me. Thanks for listening.